Good morning, Lobster Crew. Good morning, world. This Wednesday, it's the 31st of October, the eve of all hallows, the eve of all lobsters, you fucking know it. True, I should have come in a lobster costume for Halloween. Why is this one here? Look that. Snorty bit of tech step. It's by Bruston. It's called Stuck on You, remixed by Homemade Weapons. a a constipated little roller if ever I heard one squeezing its way through you're goddamn right ladies and gentlemen people humans 
animals, all species, aliens, artificial intelligence. I welcome you all to this crazy world of Arthur Brown, to this crazy mixed up nightmarish hellscape, this post-Brexit wasteland, 2018, the Chinese year of the pinger, the 31st of October, that's a Wednesday. Look, I can't give you all the news, but I can give you some of it, and that which I can do is pretty fucking weird. Pour yourself a cup of hot, steaming black gold, not decaf, no soy milk. Do it properly. Do it properly, or not at all! It's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes, that's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30s, love. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen of the Flat Earth. Oh, no, I'm dying. I'm not. I'm absolutely fine. People in the chat, the chat is filling up. God, there's a lot of people in there already. Haven't you got anything better to do with your lives? Of course you haven't. What possibly could be better than sitting here or doing what you're doing while listening to the best drum and bass in the goddamn world and the dumbest news, talking the turk, talking about lobsters, just getting it done, getting out there, slinging dick, drinking black gold. And just fucking, just fucking getting it done. Yeah, I don't know why there's a can of Diet Coke in here. It was from yesterday. I think I had a weak moment in the afternoon. Not quite sure what was going on. Just fancied it, you know. Just fancied that aspartame twang. You know, don't don't hate me. Don't hate me because you ain't me. That's all I'm saying. There's some... Jesus, there is some wild... There's some wildness in the world today. Waitrose magazine editor tells vegan journalists to write about killing vegans. Scientist stabs colleague who kept telling him endings of books. Uh, <laughs> meth pills are being made to look like Halloween sweets. Jesus wept. There is, um, it's a crazy mixed up world out there. Uh, what have we got in terms of music? We've got some fucking decent bits. Some Jade, some Razlom, um, Morlocks, uh, Signal, Simular, Solics. This is becoming, <laughs> this is a this, plinth. Plubly. So this sounds like a fucking IKEA catalogue. What's going on? This is ridiculous. The Clamps. Uh, Kalito and Addiction. Um, Joe Magic and Wicker Man. Brooks Brothers. Ah, oh, lovely stuff. Headex. That's probably a paracetamol, isn't it? Well, look. Let's start as we mean to go on. Saudi Arabian wild sex parties leave posh hotel rooms covered in human feces. Sweet baby Jesus. Wild sex parties are being held at top hotels, leaving suites covered in feces, and bosses are blaming multi-millionaire Saudi Arabians. Them Saudis, they're out of control. When they're not chopping people up in embassies, or bloody <laughs> getting that oil money, or funding ISIS, they're only having bloody German Scheiser parties in upmarket hotels. They are out of control. Workers from hotels in London, Bahrain and Paris have spoken out against the alleged parties that they have to clean up. The orgies usually take place in penthouses and presidential suites involving both male and female. Uh, you need a full stop there, uh, Adam Smith of the Metro. The groups always pay for the damage, but hoteliers are turning customers away if they believe they intend to host such parties. Yeah, it's not about paying for the damages. I mean, yeah, obviously you pay for the damages, but... Yeah. An employee who works in Bahrain for a Middle East-based uh, hotel group told the Metro that the sex parties were common knowledge. Looks like the, the Metro have really got the scoop on this. Uh, speaking anonymously out of fear for losing their job, one worker said, Because Bahrain is a short trip... Oh, sorry. Because Bahrain and that lake's a short trip away from Saudi, it's been seen as the ideal place for a quick breakaway from praying eyes and that for the ruling classes. You know what I mean, Lee? 
However, various hotels have to deal with these awful scenes and in, in, in the very best rooms and that, uh, due to the sex parties, which always seem to involve human faeces being left on beds, glass tables and the floor and that like. As Bahrain is seen as Saudi Arabia's weaker little cousin, it puts hotel managers and owners in a very difficult position, like, when it comes to complaining about the practices and that, and they're just trying to turn a pound note in this fucking game, like, they're shitting on everything, they're fucking shitting on us, it's an outrage, are we? Um, what hotels now are having to do is claim that they're fully booked to avoid the shitty situation totally. Stories about the Saudi Arabian ruling class holding sex parties date back decades. In 2012, a former prostitute posted on the internet her experience being paid vast amounts of money for sexual favours, which even included putting live salmon up men's anuses to fulfil a fetish. (sighs) Don't put live salmon up your anus. It's more public information service from Coffee and Memes. In London, a 28-year-old cleaner who works for the company which supplies workers to the capital's poshest hotels said they walked into a room covered in human feces. Uh, they told the metro.co.uk, these are the best rooms in the hotel, if not London, if not the whole country, if not the world, and they're left covered in shit. It's fucking rank, man. <laughs> uh, I'm on near enough minimum wage, and I'm faced with the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Something that will put you off your dinner, that is for sure. The smell. Especially if the sun's been shining through the window onto the poo, it's disgusting. <laughs> Fucking hell, really kicking things off uh, to a wild start today. Thank God we do not have to clean it up. We have to put a call in and then a specialist cleaning company uh, deals with it because there could be all kinds of diseases. They added, it's not just London this is happening. We, uh, it's, it's an epidemic. We had a French manager who was telling us the same thing happens in Paris. Uh, but no one talks about it because these people are the richest on the planet, so they can shit on each other and get away with it, despite ruining some of the best carpet in the country. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that is it, really, isn't it? It's just becoming... That's the ultimate goal, is to be rich enough to just get away with shitting on the best carpet in the country. Just taking down your slacks, taking down your Spider-Man boxer shorts, and just absolutely opening the floodgates onto the best carpet in the country, if not the world. Lobsters. Uh, In the UK, under the Health and Safety Work Act 1974 and Control of Substances Hazardous to Health Regulations 2002, Employers have a legal duty to protect the health and safety of their workers who come into contact with... With what? Just leaving random words, not just punctuation, even just leaving words out. I'm going to finish that sentence off for you. Uh, To protect the health and safety of their workers who come into contact with rich man's Todd. After being turned down by hotels who have cottoned on to what's going on, they have moved their wild sex parties to expensive London flats, according to one worker. Mm, No more on that. Um... Wow. Wow. That's gross. Um, yeah. I've left hotel rooms in some pretty rough states in my time, but never with poo uh, anywhere. Uh, sure, spilt booze. Um, I once actually... Oh, this is a hard, uh, hard recollection, actually. Um, a, a gig I did in Sheffield. Can't remember the name of the club. Um, I was ever, ever so pissed and I uh, woke up the next morning and it appeared, it looked like I'd had a fight with the ironing board. There were clothes everywhere. I don't really remember quite what happened, but there were a lot of chicken bones in the bed with me. Uh, I'd obviously got chicken on the way home. Um, I don't remember getting getting back to the hotel, but I must have picked up chicken on the way. And uh, it would sort of, yeah, I'd slept on the bones. It's a little bit like in The Simpsons when Barney's sleeping on the kitchen floor and he wakes up and he pulls out that sort of giant spiky shell from underneath him. And he's like, oh, you want a rough night? Try sleeping on one of these. Oh, it's, yeah, it, was very, it was very bad. I was very poorly for a number of days after that. Oh, God. Uh, right, let's... Um, now, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of a little genre of music called drum and bass. Anyway, I've got a whole gangload of it here, and some of it's pretty bloody good. 
so let's start off with, uh, look, it's the morning, isn't it? It's 12 minutes past 10. So let's not go too hard too quickly. God knows, don't rush it, okay? Don't rush it. Uh, this is Carlito and Addiction. Uh, it's called On the Other Side. It's on... What level is that on? Marquis label. Yeah. thing yet like when people get very very rich and then they do all the weird the weird sex i don't think i don't know how rich i would have to get to want to just start shitting on stuff or be shat on but i just don't say i think that seems like something that would be in you already that just you finally like yes i'm now rich enough to pay people to clean it up and to pay people to actually take a tod on my chest yes that's what i've been working my whole life towards I'm like, yes, I've won the lottery. First port call, I'm gonna get a brass to shit on my chest. Reese in the chat saying, I genuinely don't think I could leave it in the room of the hotel though. You know, if it happened, I would just place a single piece of tissue over it. <laughs> A tissue draped elegantly over a huge steaming toddy. Semi apologise to anyone that happens to be listening to this show for the first time today. Sort of sorry, not sorry situation. Look, if you can't take the worst of me, you don't deserve the best of me. Carlito and Addiction. It's good on the other side. It's on Inner Ground. as good a time as any to shout out the VIP list it's a list of bad motherfuckers that are helping support this show and Threshold.fm as a whole if you want to donate $10 a month or more on Patreon you get your name on this list and you get shouted out every show that's Nicholas Gonclaus Tom Ryan Reese Mosson Oliver Hooper Squidgy Beats Parsons Tony Hart Paulie Hutton Sierra and R Michael Kaczynski Matthew Tompkins Dave Long Joel Paul Carl Murphy Sam Howard 
uh, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Murphy, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickles, Jerome Van Thunderbart, Mike Pine. Who the fuck is ringing my phone at this hour? Right, okay, they've gone. Thank God for that. Okay, <laughs> in other news, Waitrose magazine editor tells vegan journalists to write about killing vegans. <laughs> Uh, the Metro's uh, Zoe Druitt reports, 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 reports. The editor of Waitrose magazine has come under fire for telling a vegan food journalist to write about killing vegans. Uh, William Sitwell, who also regularly appears as a critic on MasterChef, told uh, Celine Nelson to expose their hypocrisy <laughs> uh, when she pitched him a series of articles for the magazine based on plant-based recipes. His response letter was shared on Twitter by a friend of the journalist, and, uh, uh, who said uh, she had emailed in about writing the vegan series for the upmarket supermarket's own publication. Responding to the pitch, Sitwell wrote, Hi, Selene, thank you for this. How about a series on killing vegans one by one? Ways to trap them, how to interrogate them properly, expose their hypocrisy, force feed them meat, make them eat steak and drink red wine. <laughs> Uh, uh, Cellini described the email response as hostile (laughs) I think it's hilarious Uh, she went on to ask Sitwell about his personal opinion on vegans to which he responded I like the idea of of a column called The Honest Vegan a millennial's diary of earnest endeavour and bacon sandwiches (laughs) Uh, there's a picture of uh, the girl in question uh, Cellini she looks terrifying she looks She's got sort of psycho eyes and she's wearing a hat that says, Eating animals is weird. No, not eating animals is weird. Uh, a spokesman for Waitrose responded to twi- uh, on Twitter uh, to say, Even though this was a private email, William's gone too far. And his words are extremely inappropriate, insensitive, and absolutely do not represent our views. <laughs> oh, yeah, funny that. Uh, in a statement sent to BuzzFeed News, Sitwell said, I love and respect people of all appetites. Uh, be they vegan, vegetarian, or meat eater, uh, which I show week in, week out through my writing, editing, and broadcasting. I apologise profusely to anyone who's been offended or upset by this. Sitwell edits Waitrose Kitchen magazine, uh, which on its website claims to have 680,000 readers and features Pippa Middleton and Yotama Altalengi as columnists. Imagine that. Uh, while also writing about food for several major UK publications. He also features uh, regularly as a critic on MasterChef, and it is rumoured that him and Greg Wallace are involved in Saudi Arabian Shiza parties. Woo-hoo! Oh, shit. Lobsters. Selena told BuzzFeed she'd never seen anything like it! And she added, it's racist to vegans! We're a race now! Uh, she added, if uh, William Sitwell wants to continue eating meat and hating vegans, then that's his prerogative. But to have this attitude towards others when he is representing Waitrose is seriously bizarre. Oh, he's obviously just taking a piss, isn't it? Like, he's so bloody offended. Like, just being a stereotypical vegan. Like, have a sense of humour. It's appalling. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, there's some rather really hot... Oh, some hot bits in here. <sighs> right, this is by Jade. It's called TV Says. I think it's a sample out of Rick and Morty. Not 100% sure. I like the artwork. It's got a sort of 1984 feel to it. Will in the chat stating Blur and uh, uh, Blur Coffee and TV uh, that Coffee and Memes is better. I I for a while tried to chop up that song for the intro of this. It's all right. Didn't work. TV says there's nothing to worry about.
There's a lot of Todd talk going on in the chat. Yes, I do remember RateMyPoo.com. Uh, there were some absolute bowl busters on that. Truly lovely stuff. Yeah, so this is a sample from Rick and Morty. Now, Rick and Morty, I feel, is a little bit like, uh, um, what's it called? The Mighty Boosh, whereby it's an absolute genius bit of comedy that has then been ruined by its own fans. Like, I, I believe that had Rick and Morty not done the Pickle Rick episode, then it, everything would have been okay. But the fact that it just spawned so many total prize bellends shouting I'm Pickle Rick at any available opportunity wearing t-shirts with Pickle Rick on it that it just ruined it for everyone basically well that's my my two cents on the subject what's going on is this nearly finished oh it's nearly finished yeah that's uh, Jade it's called TV Says off the Propaganda EP I'm not sure what label that's on is it on Eat Brain or something to that effect no maybe not I don't know probably doing everyone a disservice as fucking usual really uh, okay, here we go. Um, scientist stabs colleague who kept telling him endings of books he was reading. I'm on his side. I'm on the stabber side. Uh, I think that spoilers, giving spoilers should be illegal. Punishable by... Punishable by a bit of a shoeing. Like, not like a, not a serious shoeing, just like a bit of a shoeing. Just like a sort of like push to the floor, quite roughly, and then just having like a couple of... I would say with a sort of kick force of about four out of ten, just a couple just to the to the stomach, just like a bit winded, but no, not really leaving a mark, not really leaving any damage, just pushed over, Ugh! and it, poof, oh, 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 why'd you do that for? We fucking spoiled at the end of Game of Thrones. Oh, oh. All right, sorry, fucking hell. All right, just don't do that again. Oh, I won't. So we just stop spoiling shit. I oh, spoiled the X Files for me. Stop spoiling X Files, dickhead. Ah. A scientist working in a remote outpost in Antarctica allegedly stabbed his colleague because he kept telling him how the books he was reading would end. <laughs> Sergey uh, Savitsky, fifty-five, and Oleg Belugazov. Cool names. 52, would often spend hours reading during the four years they worked together uh, in the lonely location uh, before eventually turning to brown love. Mm, cool. Uh, according to studies, uh, Savitsky told, uh, has told Russian investigators that he saw Red and attacked uh, Belogozov with a kitchen knife uh, when he once again ruined the ending. I wonder what he was reading. Uh, <laughs> Uh, his colleague is now reportedly in intensive care. All right, okay, it's a bit harsher than I, I thought. Uh, in hospital after being treated for stab wounds to the heart. <sighs> Fucking hell, it sounds like he was driven a bit mad by the isolation. Uh, he was flown to hospital in Chile from the remote research centre where the pair worked, but his life is not said to be in danger. Okay, good. Uh, Savitsky is now back home in St. Petersburg under house arrest for being charged with attempted murder. Uh, it is believed for the first time that a man has been charged with such a crime on the world's loneliest continent. Who's going to fucking try him? Like a bloody court full of penguins? Ridiculous. They're all too busy, like, you know, raising, uh, you know, raising chicks that aren't even theirs. Uh, the alleged attack took place in Russia's 
Bellingshausen a research station on King George Island, part of, part of the South Shetland Island Group. Uh, witness statements have been taken and are currently being examined by the Russian Investigative Committee in St. Petersburg, according to Russian media reports. Uh, Savitsky has expressed remorse over the attack in the station, but says he'd do it again if he so much as even, <laughs> even considered telling him the ending of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, he, goes, he plans to read Captain Corelli's Mandolin next, and then The Da Vinci Code. Please, no spoilers. Uh, workers at the station have access to two Russian TV channels, sporting facilities, and a library. They're both professional scientists who have been working uh, in our expeditions, spending a year-long uh, season at the station. I uh, don't think there's anything... This goes on for a while. I don't know why bother. A criminal probe was launched and Savitsky admitted to stabbing his colleague but claimed he did not intend to kill him. He just wanted to shit him up a bit. Uh, not in the Saudi way, but scare him. Okay. Cool. Well, maybe a uh, court of their penguin peers uh, will try him. Maybe they'll be understanding. Maybe not. Someone has to pay, I would say. Lock him up. Yeah, how long? 25 to life. It's appalling. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, well, all right, well, there's no more Saudis, please. Uh, meth pills are being made to look like sweets ahead of Halloween. Police have issued a warning to parents to check their kids' trick-or-treat goodie bags after reports that methamphetamine pills have been given out resembling regular sweets. Funnily, I was watching a thing on Netflix the other day, a documentary where they sort of look into the origins of all the sort of urban legend stories, Candyman, like all this sort of stuff. And I couldn't actually ever find any hard evidence of any proper um, crimes of poisoning Halloween sweets. That it never actually, they don't believe that it had ever actually happened. Um, so I think it's unlikely. Like, you've gone to the trouble of making your meth pills. You're not going to go and give them to children, are you? You're going to sell them or take them. You don't, oh, I've got the most diabolical scheme. I'm going to turn meth pills into sweets and give them to children and cause mass infanticide. No, you're going to sell your meth pills. And you meth, or you're going to take them, aren't you? This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's an outrage. Um, it's appalling. The Dublin Police Department in the U.S. state of Georgia uh, didn't specify which sweets the pills are supposed to resemble, but people have commented that they look like sweet tarts, a popular sugary snack across the Atlantic. It is yet to be disclosed by police how they came to the knowledge of the pills. But they did say they come in a variety of shapes, including stars, circles, and hearts. They just look like dingers. Just look uh, like dingers. And that's, I mean, dingers have always looked like sweets. They sort of look like those palmer violets, don't they? Or all manner of different sweeties. Um, this is nothing new. I think this is just uh, mass hysteria. The, drug tested positive, the drug's tested positive for methamphetamine. I wasn't aware you got methamphetamine in pills. I thought it's sort of crystal, isn't it? Um, the accidental ingestion of methamphetamine pills or MDMA pills by children uh, poses a serious risk. Uh, side effects include <laughs> dancing, having a great time and feeling the love and death. The department added a few reasons that illegal drug dealers stamp or form their pills to look like candy is to evade detection by law enforcement uh, or allow drug users to possess and use the drugs uh, with a decreased fear of detection. I think it's just for fun, isn't it? It's just marketing, branding, something like that, probably. Uh, okay, I think I've squeezed all the life out of that. Let's, uh, what else have we got? Mm. The sky darkens by the clamps. This is a naughty bit. Um, uh, yeah, buckle up on this one. I like it a lot. It's got a cool sort of sci-fi cover with a spaceship. Uh, that seems to have crash-landed in a desert on it. Um, yeah. And Kane.
little reminder, you can get Coffee and Memes as a podcast now on all good podcast apps. Just go and search for Coffee and Memes or click the link on threshold.fm or below the YouTube video. All episodes are up there, new ones uploaded every day. If you want to support us, me, give me a five-star rating on iTunes, it helps. Or like the video that you're now watching on YouTube, or give it a share. I love you all. You know I'm out here shilling for likes. That's what pays the bills. That's a bit, uh, bit of a Birkenstock belter. Ben Wilson on Twitter recently sent me through some uh, additions to the shoe thrower archetype, I guess. Uh, Sandal slinger, loafer launcher, boat shoe bowler, flip-flop flinger, uh, winkle picker winger, uh, slipper sender, desert boot director, and clog chucker. So they're all free. They're all going free to a good home. But please, only use them for good, not evil. My favourite of that is probably Flip Flop Flinger. <laughs> that's, got a, that's got a wonderful feel to it. Uh, right, that was uh, The Cramps, who are not a uh, late 80s punk band, uh, but in fact a drum and bass outfit. Uh, Great stuff. Anyway, woman who spent eight years training to be a nun becomes an adult film star. She's just all about that hoe in life now. She's uh, given up on Jesus given up on Big J, and now she's just she's slinging dick. A woman who spent almost a decade in a convent learning how to be a nun has done a full 180 career-wise and now is a professional prawn star. Uh, Yuddy Pineda from uh, Northwest Columbia has hung up her habit and now spends her time making adult movies. Speaking to local press, Yuddy described how she was originally drawn to the church at a young age. Um... She explained, I went to Uraba. I went to school where nuns came to visit us. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. So age 10, she joined a convent and spent the next eight years in training. She says she was very happy there. But when she got older, she fell in love with her religious teacher. Uh-oh. And as a result, decided to quit the church and find a job elsewhere. Yadi found employment in uh, Medellin. 
I think, don't know how that's pronounced. Um, those are their accents on it and stuff. Uh, where she worked for Nestle. Um, and they say that Nestle will turn anyone into a hoe. Wow. Okay, uh, but, but a chance meeting with Juan Bustos, a man who was recruiting for adult webcam models, left her thinking of another career change. After the meeting, she went along for a casting call and was hired there and then. Uh, at first, I was feeling bad, yet he said, but now I'm fine with it. <laughs> it also feels good uh, when I go to church. I never miss Friday prayers, uh, Saturday meetings or Sunday mass. Uh, and at least uh, she's always, always has something interesting to talk about during confessions, eh? Ha ha ha. Although Yadi admits that uh, initially her priest tried to talk her out of her new job, she says she chose to ignore him and do what she wanted to do. Good on you, Yadi! Yeah! Nice one, lad Bible. Um, defending her career choice, she says the job is uh, decent and artistic, adding that there is nothing bad about it. She also opened up about her love for adult films, telling reporters she enjoys masturbation and pornography all day. Smoke weed every day. Um, although... What? Uh, although, you know what they say, find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Or find... <laughs> or, you know, you've t- in fact, you've turned your passion into a career and now you hate yourself and everyone that you've ever met. Anyway, Jeremy Corbyn tries to floss and people can't handle it. It's, I think, um, I I actually think there should be laws now against politicians doing any form of dancing uh, and anyone who tries to encourage them to dance, uh, they should, that should fall under the, the, the legal ramifications of it as well. Uh, I think you should, uh, I, I actually think six months in prison for any politician uh, who dances because I re- it really does highlight how subhuman they are, how they must be at least half lizard or half robot or they're like a malfunctioned sex robot, a politician, really, isn't it? They're just, <sighs> yeah, they're effectively like the programming's gone wrong. Maybe they've been interfered with in the sort of brain box. Maybe that guy Dollbanger who tests out the bloody sex dolls and knocks them about to test the structural integrity of their hulls or whatever maybe the ones that are never quite able to be repaired maybe they're the ones that go on to be politicians it's possible <laughs> hey they're politicians they're all shit aren't they <laughs> that's that's my new political viewpoint just they're all shit aren't they i think that's i think that's fairly you know you can't get yourself into too much trouble with that unless you're in a room full of politicians fuck them anyway i'll take them all on i'll heel hook the lot of them lord of bloody mercy what else have we got? Uh, more porn news. Porn stars set up paranormal investigation team after things get really creepy during raunchy shoot. <sighs> Everything's spooky these days, isn't it? I know it's like Halloween and stuff, but like I swear, like this whole last year, it's all about getting like a big titty goth girlfriend and being a bit spooky and doing some witchy shit on Instagram. These fucking witches of Instagram. You've seen them with the SoundCloud rappers and the witches of Instagram with the hashtags and the spells. You've seen them, the rappers. <laughs> um, a group of people working in the adult film industry have decided to try their hand at ghost hunting after being convinced their studio is haunted. I mean, I sh- probably should have read this uh, in advance because I think the puns are likely to come thick and fast. Uh, uh, if you search for adult videos, there are probably hundreds of racy Ghostbuster parodies available on the internet. But a new online series will feature a group of porn stars hunting ghosts in real life. No scripts or sex toys necessary. Um, the team, made up of four core members, are known as Paranormal Porn Stars. And they claim to be looking for answers to the age-old question, is there life after death? And who better, quite frankly? <laughs> who better? Um, but will they actually succeed in finding it? What a stupid question. No, obviously they won't. Founding member, Lee Green first became inspired to create the group back in June after he and his brother Mitch moved into a new studio premises. The pair claimed they have noticed strange and unexplained goings-on <laughs> and has really put the willies up them. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, going on in their Walsall-based bil- building from bumps and bangs to fire extinguishers being thrown across the floor. That's a bit much. He told the Mirror Online... Straight from the off, at certain times, there was an eerie atmosphere around the place and a variety of unexplained noises. (laughs) 
How do you ever expect anyone to take you seriously? I mean, like, it's hard to be taken seriously enough saying, I think we might be haunted. But when you're just like, it's a haunted porn studio, really? There's an eerie atmosphere with bangs and unexplained noises, ghoulish goings on, and exoplasm. And oh, come on. We, we just put it down to being an old building and can p- continued about our seedy business. This is ridiculous. So they've, what, they've got a crack team of pornos. This goes on for ages. Jesus Christ, this is about a 3,000-word article. I'm not getting into that. Look, you can imagine, basically, it's going to be a load of lads with fucking hefts, with units, and a load of lasses with the, you know, the, the bobs, and them just sort of, you know, going around with a lot of double entendre, you know, some falling over. Oh, no, they've... Um, Oh, they've all ended up shagging. It's it's inevitable. I'll watch it. Obviously, I'll watch it. I'll watch every episode. I'll watch it a couple of times. But, you know, I'm just saying, Is it? do we really need it? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, right, this is by Razlom. Uh, it's called Rambo. It's on a label called Empire. It's got, it's got it all going on in this one, isn't it? Oh, 
Yeah, definitely a bit of a flip-flop flinger on that one. I'll tell you, I'll bloody tell you, that's Razlom. Uh, it's called Rambo. It's on a label called Empire. Uh, there's another track on there called The Run featuring Asphyxia. So that's good to know. Okay. Dolphins' sex lives are being ruined by noisy tourists. Worrying study reveals. A new study has revealed that dolphins spend too much time around humans and then they have trouble mating. Oh, dearie me. Sounds like a fun holiday activity, but going swimming with dolphins could be seriously harming the animals. Yeah, no shit, they're not supposed to fucking swim around in captivity with humans. Dumb twat. A new study has revealed that dolphins spend too much time around humans and then they have trouble mating. Researchers from Murdoch University examined the impact of human activity uh, with... uh, Hawaiian spinner dolphins. In their study published in the Royal Society Open Science, the researchers led by Dr. Julianne Tyne wrote, Throughout the day, spinner dolphins are repeatedly approached by kayakers, swimmers and vessels inside and outside their preferred resting habitats. Worryingly, the re- oh, worryingly, the researchers found that dolphins spend up to 82% of their time with humans, often uh, when, they would, when they're supposed, supposed to be mating. Look, dolphins, guys, stop wasting your time with humans. They're not interested. They don't want to get. They they they're just they're not they're not DTF. Well, maybe there would be the odd one, but on the whole, humans not DTF. Go and find some of your other uh, weirdo dolphin buddies for your dolphin orgies. I know you have them because I've read about them in other news stories. And you get try and get other species involved, but they're not interested. Stop wasting your time. Go and get, stick to your own species, stick to slinging dick with your own species, all right? Okay, just, you know, a little bit of public information service there for dolphins, all right? I'm not going to translate it into dolphin. I can't do the noise. Speaking to news.com.au, Dr. Tyne said, Spinner dolphins in Hawaii exist in small, genetically isolated populations uh, with restricted ranges and have evolved uh, a constrained behavioral pattern. Uh, they cooperatively forage offshore at night and return to sheltered bays to socialise and rest during the day. In the hope of avoiding humans, some dolphins steer clear of their preferred habitats, um, which affects both their eating and shagging habits. Dr. Tyne added, Dolphins need time to recover from the disturbance to return to a pre-disturbed activ- activity state. What? Dolphins need time to recover from a disturbance to return to a pre-disturbed Oh, activity state, right. Repeated exposure to human activities has also resulted in long-term habitat abandonment, which has led to daddy issues and other terrible and other terrible dolphin issues. Uh, the long-term strategies such as avoidance of important habitats and subsequently biological, uh, biologically negative impacts on population... Oh, fuck it, forget it. I don't know. I need more coffee. Can't read anymore. It's all going to shit. Forget about it. Forget about it. Flesh-eating STI, donovanosis, which causes genitals to rot away, found in UK for the first time. This is a concern, especially due to the fact that young people seem to be slinging dick with reckless abandon without using a banger or any common sense. Just just whipping it in anything. When they're not whipping it into some sort of machine that looks like a vape rig with a mouth attached to it, they're just whipping it out unprotected just into whatever is the nearest available orifice you know you know young people you know what they're like and now you've got flesh-eating stis that causes your genitals to just rot away there have been no previous cases in the uk of the rarely sexually transmitted oh there have been no previous cases until now a sexually transmitted disease in, uh, which causes the genitalia to erupt into flesh-eating ulcers has been detected for the first time in the UK and it's making a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. We're rotting your dick, getting up in your, <laughs> getting up in your jeers. Uh, usually found in fl- far-flung tropical countries, there have been no previous cases of the rare STI uh, Donovan Osis. Um, then the first recorded case is himself, Jason Donovan. Uh, he's think they think he caught it by having sex with a tree in somewhere in Southeast Asia. Oh boy, that geezer's out of his mind. What will he do next? Uh, he's vaping himself into an early grave. That's for sure. 
This is a weird article. The nasty bug causes uh, uh, genital ulcers to grow and spread. If left untreated, flesh in the groin literally starts to eat itself. And according to a freedom of information request submitted by online pharmacy chemists4u.com, the rare sexually transmitted disease donovanosis has been diagnosed three times, twice in Bolton, and once in a woman between the age of 15 and 25 in Southport uh, in the past 12 months. Basically, just never go north of London and you're going to be okay. That's my advice. Or just keep it in your pants or put a banger on it or just behave yourself, okay? Just bloody well behave. Right, what other bits we got? Uh, so, uh, Brooks, this is an old one. Brooks Brothers Remix, A Crazy World by J Magic and Wickerman. Going to try and get Brooks Brothers on the show. think that would be fun. They're good lads. Lovely boys. <laughs> Um, very handsome, uh, very good table manners, very polite, uh, always impeccably dressed. Uh, they work out, they're jacked, they ripped six-pack abs, and they're not afraid to get them out, basically. I don't know if you've ever seen them perform. They generally do it topless, but with the sort of um, just a collar and cuffs, <laughs> nothing else on, uh, greased up usually, and um, smelling a vape, um, just honking away blowing it all out huge plumes of the stuff uh, it's like a strawberry or some kind of flavour yeah I feel like I'm losing my mind slightly today I think maybe I haven't had enough caffeinated beverages if any in fact just had a couple of slugs on that diet coke down there everyone questioned my manhood for it questioning my sexuality which is weird don't really see like your choice of you know sweet beverage to in some way dictate your sexuality Tom Robinson in the chat, not that one. 
says, I think 5K, Rich, would be enough for me to go downtown Leroy Brown on someone. It's pretty reasonable. Uh, we could get a GoFundMe together for that easily. A few more of them Patreons. We'll, we'll get it done for you, mate. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all for today. I will be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I will have had more coffee in me and my ability to speak and read and generally converse in a normal fashion uh, will hopefully be improved. Hopefully. If you want to support the show, you can of course donate on Patreon or you can buy a t-shirt. We've got these lovely Rankins Records t-shirts. They say the best drum and bass on Flat Earth. There's some lobster t-shirts I think now in the store. Go to threshold.fm slash store. They're pretty much bugger all and they're free worldwide shipping. Don't argue with that. Or you can just share the show, share the podcast, give the podcast a rating, click like and subscribe on this video, all of those good things. And I'll be back each and every weekday morning. You can also join the Lobster Crew on Facebook, the Threshold Lobster Crew group. Uh, there's a link to it in the YouTube video description. People are in there. They're sharing rowdy, rowdy, edgy boy memes. They're uh, sharing funny news stories. Yeah, please do share any humorous news in there. Um, oh, shit. I've forgotten it. It's, uh, oh, this is right. Don't let me forget tomorrow. There is a young lad who's messaged me on Instagram. He's been using uh, stuff from the show to chirps girls on Tinder and with remarkable success. <laughs> he's talking about flat earth. He's talking about Australia not being real, birds not being real, uh, lobsters, all sorts of stuff. And uh, he's, he's doing well out of it. He, I think he's got that sort of uh, kooky, kooky guy vibe. Yeah, chicks love a kooky guy. Um, uh, this, I, I very much, yeah, I endorse it. Don't be mean to anyone. Be nice to girls. Be nice to people. But I think, you know, there's there's potentially a bit of fun to be had. But don't wind anyone up too much. You know, don't waste anybody's time. You know, people are out there trying to, you know, trying to find a life partner, trying to find a meet. They're trying to find uh, someone to share their hopes and their dreams with, a soulmate. If you're just harping on about lobsters and flat earth, I don't know, maybe it's not going to get you very far. Hey, maybe you might find someone, on, a girl on Tinder who listens to the show. Fucking hell, it's unlikely, but you never know. And if you do... Hey, you quids in. I'll come to the wedding. Oh, fuck it. I'll marry you. Uh, I mean, I will perform the wedding. I'm not, I, I wouldn't have, I, I will, I, you know, I'm, I've, I've got a, I've, I've got a girlfriend. I can't, I just can't go around marrying listeners. This is, this is completely absurd, but I'll, I'll buy a hat. You know, I'll do the whole Scylla routine. It's fine. No worries. Oh yeah, do it all. Do, do the wedding, do the Scylla routine, work the shaft, suck the balls, you know, the whole, the whole, the whole business. Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for keeping on with this ridiculous uh, show of mine. I'm enjoying it. Maybe one day Mob Tactics will reply to my tweets. I sent uh, sent them one yesterday. Uh, It says, uh, Loving your recent tunes, boys. If you ever fancy going down the park for a go on the swings, I'd be really up for it. Failing that, Sea Life Centre is always a fun day out. Let me know. Still no reply as of yet. You're welcome to go on Twitter and retweet that. But you know, if they don't, you know, if they don't get back to me, then maybe I'll, um, I don't know, I could, maybe I'll have to uh, sort of angle my a neuro neuro crush, I guess you could say, neuro crush at perhaps like um, dimension. Is he in your signal? He's quite young now. I don't want to get into trouble. Um, or who would be another? So Jade, possibly. Uh, uh, Gantra and Ruin, they know they know I love them already, so that's uh, that's a given. Um, yeah. Any anyway, any suggestions for neurofunk artists that I could have uh, I could have cr- sort of internet crushes on? That'd be fine. I'm welcome to it all. Uh, right. Okay. So before I lose my mind any further, I'll say goodbye. Lots of love. Don't let your memes be dreams.
Peace out. Increase the peace. Be nice to everyone. You know, respect everyone. Fear no one. Something like that. Better to be a warrior in a lobster than a lobster in a war. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. I love you.